All right. Coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee, in Santa Fe, New Mexico. You are listening to Houndstooth Heroes, as always. We are proud to be sponsored by Druid City Brewing Company, the finest suds in all of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I'm Greg Dawkins, and he's Ellis Metz. And this is my week. If you're a loyal listener, you know nothing gets my dander up more than Moo Week. And boy, howdy, I'm ready. How about yourself, Metz? Well, first, let's get the preliminaries out of the way. What are you drinking? Don't call me a Mississippi queen after this, but you ever you ever crave a Bud Light, Gregory? Never in my entire life. No? For some reason, I no. crave them, and I cr- only crave them in, like, the tall blue aluminum bottles that are entirely too cold for human hands to touch. So right, I've yes. got one of those. The top has been put back on because that's what I love about these convenient blue bottles that I can't drink. Uh, okay. Well, I got that going for me. Tell me, what are you drinking, pal? All right. Well, you know... Tonight I'm having a delicious bourbon and diet because keto. I know bourbon isn't the best, but life is hard and sometimes you need some whiskey. But a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, find us on the website at houndstoothheroes.com or on Twitter at Heroes. We're not on Facebook because Mama thinks the devil aliens are haunting Barack Obama. But let's get this party started. Wait. No, let's not get this party started. Before we do that, we've got a new feature we want to call the Meathead Minute. Heroes workout guru, bodybuilder, and pal extraordinaire, Justin, joins us from a parking garage outside a gym in Nashville, Tennessee, to tell us more about the keto lifestyle, my friend. What's up, Justin? Tell me more. Gentlemen, gentlemen, appreciate y'all having me on. Absolutely. Tell, tell me more. What am I, I doing wrong? So earlier, earlier, I asked Greg if he was going to be drinking a protein shake because he's on the keto and was stir- sternly corrected. Can you tell us? Just, just fill me in here. The protein shake, shake has carbs. Yeah, so I felt that this minute was needed due to Ellis's uh, display of utter lack of the core concept of the keto diet last week. <laughs> uh, so potatoes are not in it. Uh, oh, right. right. The way. Uh, a brief overview. Uh, the keto diet is a low, no-carb diet that is high in fat and protein. Uh, mm. So the diet really consists of eggs, bacon, cheese, butter, steak, chicken, pork, uh, all the good stuff you want to eat all the time, minus cake and donuts, things of that nature. <laughs> so uh, I've been on keto <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> yeah, frankly, uh, a good a good Waffle House to knock out the hangover is a uh, pretty fairly keto situation. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so um, it's for the average person. Uh, it's a fairly good diet due to a its ease of adherence. Uh, it's easy to wake up and throw some cheese and some eggs, uh, eat mm-hmm. some steak. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not optimal, however, for someone that leads a very active lifestyle because carbs are your body's main source of fuel. Uh, so for the average person who works, hangs out the house, it's great. For people that lead a heavy life of lifting and the mm. such, uh, it's not that great. So, all right. See, but here's the deal. I was told by another friend of the program, Ryan Lee, mm-hmm. that and and dude, this kid has dropped like forty pounds in a month. That he was uh, a straight up keto, did not cheat, even on the weekends, heavy lifting, and dude dropped forty pounds in a in a, in a month. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, what's yeah? It's it's definitely great for weight loss uh, and. Not to get too in the weeds on this, but there's a lot of like insulin resist insulin resistance issues that it can cure, things like that. Uh, just in terms of, we'll say optimal performance in the weight room, uh, it's not mm-hmm. going to be optimal. You're going to need some carbs to fuel those 
heavy sessions. Um, All right. It's not, a, it's not a bad thing. It's just not. Does it's, explain it's, why it's, I've been feeling like shit for the past month? <laughs> yeah. Your body is not getting its optimal fuel. It's like uh, throwing diesel in a gas engine and, you know, the engine's just like, what the hell, man? Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, man, that's uh, this has been I, uh, a meathead minute. And I'm kind of liking it. Not that we, this may uh, this may come back to haunt us, but uh, I'm kind of digging it. If you have any, if you have any questions for the meathead, you can always hashtag ask a meathead on HD Zeros. This is a health podcast now. We're healthy as hell yeah. up in here. That's true. Yeah, health That's and true. fitness. It's it's huge in the social media world. So we're we're influential exactly. now. Exactly. And Justin's going to hang out with us because we like him and he's fun. So we're, we actually are going to get the party started now, shall we, Metsy? Yes, Gregory. And Justin, let's. So, as you may have heard, the Tide traveled down to the bayou to take on Cocho last weekend in a one versus three matchup that everybody thought was going to be a thing. And if you've if you've been paying attention, it was never going to be a thing. And as it turned out, it was not a thing at all. Your Tide handled the Tigers handily. Handled the Tigers twenty nine to nothing in a game that really wasn't even that close. And, and in fact, Proof, a uh, friend of the program, Stats Wiz, Rice Guy. Carter. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Shout out to listener Carter. Uh, uh, he is much smarter than us and concluded that with the type of stats the Tide had in the game, they should have won 42 to nothing. So take that for what it is. Uh, but, Gregory, you were there. Speak to us. Of the atmosphere before the game, uh, well, um, it was electric until it wasn't. Um, but here's the deal: I've been to Baton Rouge a lot. I've never seen it like this. But before I get to that, I want to talk first. Give a shout out <coughs> to LSU bro extraordinaire Zach Rao for inviting us to his tailgate, BPA tailgating. If you're having LSU, you need to go. Uh, LSU may not football very good, they very good, but they do know how to tailgate. Uh, hell of a time. Thank you, Zach, for the good times. But I digress. Um, and I digress because it took some navigating to get to Zach, which is usually not that hard to do. Uh, but it was a mob scene. Uh, you had uh, your typical LSU folks screaming tiger bait into your face. And I'm too much of a gentleman to explain to them that bait lures the animal to its death. Mm-hmm. But I definitely thought about it. Uh, the consensus was amongst the LSU faithful that LSU was definitely going to win because Ed Orgeron had himself an inspired Tiger Walk before the game. Turns out a Tiger Walk does not uh, change who you put on the field. This was not the case, and the entire stadium was sitting on their hands fairly quickly. Going back to watch that Tiger Walk is the saddest thing. It is the sad. Um, and you just, I mean, we got, okay. We were, you know, we, we were watching it on the TV at the tailgate, and all of them were so jacked up he's like that's the best tiger walk i've ever seen he's slapping hands he's slapping asses kissing babies it's fantastic there's no way we're gonna lose i'm like they they really thought a tiger walk was gonna win on the game well it didn't uh no, and no, and in didn't. part due to the fact that your tide got out to a very quick start uh didn't score on the first drive for the first time all season i was bummed but yeah. Uh, Henry Ruggs did ultimately get into the end zone on the second series, which I guess will take it. Uh, and the yeah. Tide opened up a 19 to nothing lead at the half. Uh, should have been 21 to nothing, but kickers. Uh, yeah. I would, I, I would even take a kicker with swag, Gregory. We've been on the record 
many years now. <sighs> campaigning against swag. hashtag kickers with swag. Gregory, you take or, 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 Justin, you fill us in. Would you take a kicker <clears throat> with swag now? Uh, at this point, I will take anything that can put the ball through the uprights. Uh, mm. It's just been egregious at this point. So, so whatever will work at this point, I'm 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 voting for. Did we bring I mean, back the Austin? Or is he no, just? Or did he? Li- no. Or did he leave campus? Is first he just off, gone? First, or is he still around? First off, apologies to everyone because I declared we would never say that name again on this podcast. You did, you did. But at this point. You know, the Bull of a Watch is not working for us. If you can't make I'm an gonna, extra point, what the hell? I'm going to ride out with Bull of a till I D.I.E. I mean, I've had I've had multiple watches that the battery has stopped, and I've still worn them for a good, you know, 9 to 18 months. And that's what it feels like right now. I'm just strapping that bad boy on every morning and walking yeah. out the door, and, yeah, and it's right twice a day, what huh? What the hell? Let's roll yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Um. Okay. So kickers with swag. It is. Um, yeah. So he did. Yeah. So he did not. In. Let's go ahead and get to it. Uh, usually this is later in the, in in the show. But since we are bringing up Bulova, who certainly did not show out, except like in a timeout kind of way. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Who showed out, Matt? Gregory. Everybody showed out. Just as we predicted, because we do that. Uh, the Alabama running game showed out, huh? Eh? Yeah, that's correct. Damian Harris rushed for 107 yards on 19 carries, including a one, his one-yard TD run in the early parts of the game. Uh, Najee Harris, before he got himself a sprained ankle, 83 yards on the ground, 29 on one carry. Who else showed out? Jerry Judy showed out again. Judy, Judy, Judy. Uh, catching eight passes, 103 yards. Irv Smith Jr. showed out again. That's my boy, officially. Yeah. Four catches for 64 yards including a beautiful 25-yard touchdown grab late in the first half. And we should, before we move on from Jerry Judy, can we just talk about the ankles that were broken and, and maybe even hold a moment oh of silence out of respect right. for all the ankles they lost that day? It, there were a lot of broken ankles that day. Jerry Judy, I mean, he, he, might, he might as well be Jerry Juki. Ooh. You like that? You like that? Ooh. You like that, Jerry Juki? Yeah, pretty solid, right? I don't no. know if I'm going to allow it. Don't say it again. Okay. Don't do it again. All right. Fine, fine, fine. It was fine. But fine. Who else showed out? Okay. All right. You know, we are not going to leave this program without me mentioning my boy, Quentin Williams, who showed out. Good. Had 10 Mm. tackles on the day, two and a half sacks, playing his part and holding the Tigers 12 yards of rushing on the day. He's my boy. Once again, they do the NFL grade out kind of thing and how every player graded out. He was the top player grading out for the Tide, and I think about 97. The top player on LSU, I think, was about 65. So we got that going for us, which is nice. I mm-hmm. Yeah, that is nice. I am not willing to admit that you did it intentionally, but the fact that you used the word holding when discussing Quentin oh. Williams' performance. Well, yeah, Bruh. yeah. There was, there was, I mean, there was, I mean, I, I, I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen some uncalled holding in my life. But not quite like I've seen it in this game. But I'm not, I'm not one here to bitch about holding in a 29 point win. Oh, I am. Hurley, you got takes you on who showed out or who was held the most. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think uh, to y'all's point, Quinnen was getting just <clears throat> abused all <throat> game, and he still uh, just put on a clinic out there. Uh, if there is a better player in college football than Quinnen Williams, I would love to find out who that is. He is playing on another level that I can't remember seeing from a defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. So 
He's going to get paid. Yeah, some somebody yeah, posted yeah, the yeah, gift yeah, of just Hoon, a money this printing is, this machine. Is the Q show. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, the Q show. I like it. Well, since oh. you asked, Justin, there may be one better college football player in the country, and that is my boy, who I am not going to forget in this segment. One to a tongue of Iloa, who showed out. It's. I mean, it's. He's just a constant in this segment now. Uh, he finished Ooh. twenty-five of forty-two, two hundred and ninety-five yards, uh, but a gallop. A uh, fifty-yard gallop touchdown. Do you think that was his Heisman moment? Can we talk? Is there a Heisman moment for Tua? Well, I think it has to be when you're dealing with a ain't got no knee and he just ran. Uh, I mean, let's let's face it. You know, every for everybody who's saying he ain't got no knee problem, the, the kid has a knee problem. Uh, so to the point where he just like I was reading some interview with him and he was like, "Yeah, I just kept going and just basically momentum led me. My knee was dead given out on about the 15. And I, and I just kept going. I know. So, and then he just did a little jump at the end of the knee collapse. So, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> doesn't have to celebrate. Somebody tell him. Yeah. No. The heart stops every time it gets in the air. It's, it's terrifying. Literally. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, I, th- um, I think the Heisman moment TBQH is probably second and 26 though. Huh? Well, but it was last year. Yeah. But I don't think it matters. I think. You don't think, think it matters. I just, he, he's been such a. Workmen love to describe quarterbacks as mm-hmm. workmen. Uh, right. I, I, there's not a, I don't know, the play against Louisville in the first game, maybe the first touchdown pass where he spun around sort of like Van yeah, that was year. That was badass, out. yeah. But I'll make an argument been. that uh, he makes so many good throws that you can't yeah. pick one out, but the run was so unique to what he does yeah. that it has yeah. to be his Heisman moment. I, I agree. That's a I good agree. take. These are good All points, right. fellas. And speaking of points, segue. Yet, yet again, a segue. Nice. We nice. have reached the point in the show where you, Ellis Metz, are called out to give us our weekly dose of rat poison. Oh, Gregory. Uh, after after a solid, all, like, three weeks. All week. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking nothing. maybe, maybe... Rat poison was just the entire existence of game day in Baton Rouge. Moving on, moving on. Outstanding. (laughs) As I mentioned, Moo is on deck. And I'm not a fan of cowbells and cheese. I hate those trash people and their garbage stadium and that shit town. Maroon is not a color I can sit with. A bulldog is easily my least favorite of all the dogs. They are not good boys. There are no good bars in Starkville. When I was in school, they came to Tuscaloosa to go out. And when they did, they stood out. And not just because of the tractors. In short, they are unlikable people. And people who like Moo should be ashamed of themselves. Anyway, what you got to say about the game itself, Mets? Oh, Gregory. Gregory. That was... There are women and children who tune into this podcast. It's my, it's my mother and Tate. They should, it's, it's they should never Sophia do that. and listener Tate. You know, hey... Hey, hey, listen, Sophia, I would not listen if I were you anymore. It's only going to get worse. Uh, she comes for the profanity. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it, <laughs> so true. Love okay, her. Hey, so, Sophia. <laughs> yeah. So the game starts with who I should have nominated as Rat Poison embodied in one Nick <laughs> Fitzgerald, uh, who said that he believes his, this year's Moo U team can quote unquote do it again? Come out there and do it again, I think is what he said. Assuming but he they means lost. They lost. lose to Alabama again. Yes, I think he's probably okay. called that one right. Uh, he is a dual threat under center, though. 
uh, rushed for 800-something yards this season, including nearly 200 against Auburn. I don't know if you remember this, but they, they I do beat Auburn. Uh, and 131 at LSU. Alabama hasn't lost many times over the past 10 years, but when it has, the defeats usually come against a quarterback who can both run and throw the ball. Uh, Stidham ran 12 times for 50 yards in in a game that the Tide lost last year, but ultimately didn't matter. Uh, Deshaun right. Watson and Cardell Jones. Matter. No, that's that's the days of Iron Bowls mattering mm. long behind yeah. us. Tell your family, Justin. <laughs> every day uh, yes i'm sure you do uh that can be the next tattoo you reveal to your mother. all right uh deshaun watson and cardell jones each ran more than 17 times against the tide in those two games why did gregory why are we going through this uh well i you know what i, I don't know i'm, I'm okay I'm it's fine it's fine and there was also uh a johnny manzel game in which he established the blueprint, blueprint for how to beat Alabama and also how to make a man lose his sunglasses. Not that I'm still bitter. Oh, so bitter. And I still addition, think it was that house of girls that I later broke into. It's fine, <laughs> go on. Go on. I mean, we're just like living a moment out here like, hey, y'all, uh, remember that time you broke into that house and scared those girls? Uh, oh, they, to were the delightful. they were delightful. They were delightful. They but also sunglass thieves. Yes, exactly. No, they weren't. In addition to Nick Fitzgerald, Moo comes to town with, frankly, the top-ranked defense in the in the Southeastern Conference. And as we know, we talked about it. Tua has that tweaked knee, and no, Najee has that sprained ankle. Uh, but he was moving around in practice, and it's listed as day-to-day, so that's good news. Um, I kind of feel like a broken record because I said this last week, but Moo has probably one of the best lines in the conference. And on any given Saturday with 20-year-old kids, you don't know. Uh, especially coming off a bruising and emotional win at LSU, this all game is always tougher and closer than it should be, and I expect nothing different this week. But two things to look for in this game. Uh, and this is some hot takes right here, by the way, Gadget. You tune in. Like, park your ears up. This is some good shit. Uh, number one, will Moo's running game show up, and how are they performing on third down? Uh, Moo Coach Moorhead has been preaching all week that to be successful this week, they're going to have to be successful running and passing. But the reality is their running game is consistent of Fitzgerald. He gets twice the carries of Colin Hill, which is their first uh, team running back. And Alabama is capable of bottling up Fitzgerald. And so then what? But the key thing here is third downs. In games they won, they converted 55% of third downs. In games they lost, just 26 so if you want to know how this game is going to end up, check the third down. But as you know, we are always looking for trends. Metsy, you're going to sing, aren't you? No. Are I've already tra- told, are there- I told myself I'm not going to. But you can't control yourself. You're, there are no, no trends. No, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Don't make me do it. But there are trends, <laughs> and I have them. Okay, all right, let's move on. Your Tide has won 10 in a row against the Moo. And yet, the under has hit in every single one of those, and the Moo game has gone under, the Moo's games have gone under in its last six games. The total this week is 52 and a half, so I think you know the smart thing to do here. Take the under. Naturally, your boy's about to pound that over. You're not going to sing, are you? I'm not going to sing. I'm not letting it happen. 
All right. So, okay. Now is the time. And I got a lot of these. And, hey, I want y'all both to pipe in on these. Uh, now is the time for the hero participation pro- portion of the program. And thank God y'all finally got us, got us some stuff. Every week we call for questions from you, the heroes. We can't get to them all. But remember, you can go to H2Heroes on Twitter and hashtag your question. Ask a hero. And we'll do our best to answer it. Here we go. Rapid fire Q&A. You know how this goes. Give me your best, man. Number one, come from listener Klein. Straight out of Hartsville. But first, some props to listener Klein. As you know, the heroes are big Walt Maddox fans. You don't have to be. We're not your mom. We don't really care. Right? (laughs) But Klein and for the program, Will Dodd, worked their asses off for Walt, even though he came up short. So tip of the hounds, too, thank you, fellas. But on to the question. If you find yourself in a section with a move who is ringing irresponsibly, what does a hero do? All right, I'm going to start because I know this one from experience. You find and drink all the bourbon, underscore all the bourbon, and then chant state sucks literally the entire game. Okay, so that's that's something you've done. (laughs) A a friend did. A friend, yeah. All right, Hurley. Uh, well, if we're just going to play into the meathead thing here, uh, you yank <laughs> the cowbell ass. out of the hand, and you physically <laughs> threaten them within an inch of their life. Uh, they don't okay. seem to be big people, so uh, I think that might actually True. work. <laughs> All right. True. Question number two comes from listener and UCF enthusiast C-Rob. He wants to know, would UCF score more points against the Tide than, LS- than LSU, and if so, how many? Pour one out for C-Rob tonight. I would like to side with UCF here. I think UCF is a fun little thing going on. Uh, I actually get, I, and I know this isn't the rapid fire you want. The LSU defense was much better than I expected. Greedy Williams sucks and will always suck. Everybody else, improvement. They would not score more points than the Tide. And Laud knows how many they would have given up to one Joe Burrows. Mm-hmm. All right. Question number three comes from listener Ascot Friday. Mr. Friday wants to know, which conference should move rightfully be in? And screw y'all, I'm going to answer this one. They should rightfully be in hell, Ascot. They should be in hell. Question number four comes from listener to a time who demands to know whether we are mad that the Iron Bowl no longer matters. Hurley? Uh, yeah, I'll take this one. Uh, for those that don't know, I come from, I come from Barner Blood, so uh, it damn sure <laughs> matters to me. Uh, it will always matter to me, and we should be mad. Ooh. Uh, not so much that they're not good, but it's always going to matter that we beat them every year. No matter if they have just 11 guys or 105 stars, we it should matter to us every single year. See, this is what I picture happening. I picture this happening, like Alabama winning this game and like Hurley going to his house and kicking down the front door and just doing like some incredible Hulk pose and screaming at his family. Uh, when we finally beat them and broke their little <laughs> streak with Tuberville, you want to talk about an obnoxious Christmas? I was an obnoxious <laughs> Christmas. I'm pretty sure right, my parents Patty. almost asked me to leave, so. Well, you know, won't be the f- I'm sure that won't be yeah, the last time. No. <laughs> yes. Probably Narrator, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Metsy, are we ready to hate? I think we are ready to hate. Shout out to listener Justin, who asked a good question. Does hating mean that's the team we don't? pick and yes the answer is yes if anyone listened and therefore made this matter we would have a more sensible system but as it is let's look we don't call we don't we don't call it meathead minute for nothing all right let's go (laughs) Ooh, ooh, nice okay 
Meathead He's Justin and Gregory. Why haven't we yes. got Meathead Justin the whole time? That's happening. All right. Wait for it. Uh, starting in the swamp, where Coach Mullen has a team that is currently a six-point favorite against uh, former coach Will Muschamp. Who are you hating? Hurley. Oh man, I am. Uh, I'm going to hate South Carolina here. I think Florida's going to get it back on track just enough. Uh, Mullins probably been in their ass all week so i think they're going to do just enough to squeak out probably a touchdown to a 10 point win fair enough mm. um again just when i counted the cock out last week it sprang back to life uh taking down the ball by three but the real question is whether it will be ready for round two and like many of us i'm not sure they're up for the task uh if if you're only here for the dick jokes we're fine with that uh <laughs> but i am hating i am hating carolina as well what about you Betsy? Uh, I guess I'll hate a cock here. It seems, yeah, it seems Florida, I still don't think Florida is at all a good team, despite the fact that they no. beat LSU. Uh, but, uh, Mullen seems to be fired up, and when he gets people fired up, they play slightly better. I'll hate a cock here. All right, fair. All right, weird Vandy line of the week. They are a 16-point dog at Mizzou. Go, kids. Meathead Justin? Yeah, uh, I'm going to hate uh, the Tigers here. I think that was a, uh outlier win for the past, uh, I think, five years. Mm -hmm. Missouri has just put it on Florida. Uh, I don't think that is the standard they're playing to this year. Uh, Vandy, surprisingly, a hard win. Uh, look at the Notre Dame game. Uh, look at some of their other games. They're not, they're not an easy thing, so I'm, I'm hating the Tigers here. I think that's a good pick again. My hate of the week here is having to pick this Vandy line. Uh, it's the best cop out, and it's so true. Uh, I they seem I saw somebody retweeted into my timeline Vandy players uh, talking that talk and seem very fired Ooh. up. And uh, nerds with swag here, I think keep it at least within nerds sixteen with against swag. the Drew Lock. Yeah, fair enough. All right, I like 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 Hurley said, uh, Mizzou somehow went to Gainesville and dominated Florida. I'm not exactly sure how that happened. But I'm pretty sure it's because Dan Mullen is a bad coach and wears clown shoes and moose stink on them. Uh, but in this game, I'm going to take a flyer and I'm going to predict that Moo keeps that Mizzou keeps it rolling. Um, late season Vandy tends to be a disaster. Uh, so I'm going to hate on door on my hate of the week. Ooh, hate of the week. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Nicely done. All right, uh, right. Moving right along to College Station where the weirdos play host to the Ole Miss Rebels. Ole Miss Rebels and the Black Bears and the Ad Bars. Land Sharks. Land Sharks, thank you. I couldn't think of the actual name. Mm -hmm. uh, Tamu, 12-point faves. Who you hate? Ole Miss couldn't beat Carolina at home. There's no way they hang with the weirdos at College Station. I'm hating Ole Miss hard. What about it early? Yeah, I'm hating Ole Miss, too. Uh, I, I wish, I think y'all may have mentioned, I wish I loved anything half as much as Luke loves Ole Miss, but uh, they're just not a well-coached football team. Jimbo, you know, hate him or love him. He's a he's a good football coach, and I think he'll have the uh, Aggies ready to play. I think Jimbo is just just one felony away from really getting this team on the right track. You know, he just needs <laughs> right. to have that one guy to commit an egregious and horrific crime that <laughs> frightens the women and children, and then that's when Jimbo really comes to life. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. I was all in on the Mon train and have been. Uh, ridiculed for that multiple times now since the last podcast uh, because he promptly went down to Auburn and lost 
something that Tennessee did not do for the record. Auburn also lost that right. game. Uh, I still, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yes, they did. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep riding Mond here, uh, Mondo world and hate mm-hmm. a rebel black bear here. All right. Uh, UK, the university of Kentucky, my university of Kentucky Wildcats travel to your Vols, my friend straight out of K Vegas. Uh, Kentucky is, I've seen it in a lot of numbers. I, I, I wrote it as uh Six-point favorite, Kentucky, but I've seen it anywhere from four to five to six. Uh, given that all that, who are y'all hating? Yeah, let me jump in here because this was the, yeah. the line I saw this week uh, that as soon as I saw it instantly uh, jumped on Cats at six. So obviously yeah. Vols now money line to win, but <laughs> but I I just think, I mean, Vols, I don't know if anyone watched the Charlotte game. We should break it down because of the rare and just a unique level of hilarity that was in Neyland Stadium last weekend. They scored, Vols scored on a kickoff return in the first quarter, and then like a fluke uh, touchdown pass also in the first quarter and ended up beating Charlotte, this is UNC Charlotte, 14-3. to So from quarters two through four, they lost to UNC Charlotte Three to nothing. Uh, shout out to the ten people who rode that game out. I am. I. I just. I am hating a vol as hard as I can right now. They are trash. All right, Justin. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna agree with you. Uh, I think Pruitt is a good coach, but I think he is losing this team. Uh, I don't think that either of them like each other at this point. Uh, Kentucky's <laughs> got some aggression they're gonna take out, and I think we're gonna see mm-hmm. Benny Snell run really hard. And uh, play keep away uh, in terms of time possession. Mm. So I think I'm hating the ball here. Yeah, uh, straight up. I, I, I six is not enough. I don't think sixteen would be enough. Mm-hmm. Kentucky's going to be up for this game. Uh, I don't think losing to UGA is going to affect them one bit. Uh, defense and running games travel, and U, U, UK has both. Uh, I'm hating the I'm hating the ball in a route. I can hear the hard eye emojis <laughs> in your voice. I do. All right. Quick, Mm -hmm. quick sidetrack here. One of the things I've thought a lot about Kirby's career at Georgia is sort of the mirror of Nick Saban in Alabama, where you have that first year, maybe rough first two years, uh, lose an embarrassing game like Louisiana Monroe, get to the podium after the game, compare it to 9-11. But then as your career advances, uh, you you get the team back on track quickly. Again, I think we've seen Nick do that. I I think we've seen Kirby do that. Are you getting that feeling? With Pruitt, what is our what is our early evaluation no. of our northern? I absolutely, I absolutely disagree with Justin about this, Meathead Justin. Um, I, I don't think Jeremy Pruitt is a good coach. I think he's far in over his head. I think he uh, said some things that a first year coach um, mm. does not need to say about his shitty mm-hmm. team. Uh, they were really bad players, but that's you know I, you don't need to make them feel even better at their job. Um, So I don't think he's a good coach. I don't think he's a good motivator. Um, I think he's a seven and five, eight and four coach. Max Tennessee is never going to sniff Atlanta with this guy. And he doesn't know what asparagus is. (laughs) Great, great ending point for sure. Yeah. I do think that's the most important piece to all this. Well, sure. (laughs) Probably didn't play that up enough in Tennessee hate week, but moving right (laughs) along to the deep South quote-unquote, oldest rivalry, where Barn will be between the hedges 
There will be a barn in between the hedges. I don't know how it works exactly, mm-hmm. but uh, I, they don't pay me for that. Uh, and Kirby Smart Bulldogs get paid? are. F- <laughs> oh well, well for for things for services, oh. please. You don't want to know right. how we paid rent when we lived together. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, that's true. I just let Justin critique every meal I made and tell me why it was bad for my body. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving along. Georgia Bulldogs, 14-point phase against the barn. Tell me who you're hating. Uh, look, somehow the barn pulled it out of their ass last week against A&M, uh, but that was in Gus's house of voodoo. And I don't think they'll be so lucky this week. Gus's record against top 10 teams away from home is trash. And I think the trash continues. Hating the barn pretty damn hard here. What about you, Meathead? Uh, I, I'm going to go hating the barn. I think Georgia's run defense is trash, but Auburn has not proven that they can consistently run the ball this year. So I really don't know where the points are going to come from. I think Georgia's going to score fairly easily here. Uh, so I'm going to hate the barn as well. That is a smart opinion. I, too, am going to hate the barn. I don't feel great about it. At 14 is a lot of points. Agree, uh, yeah. But I agree. It's just I had no idea how much Auburn would miss on Johnson, uh, but but they've got nothing to replace him. And so you're right. I, I don't know how they keep it close. All right. Uh, so we're skipping the LSU-Arkansas game because we just don't care. And if you're betting on it, and if you do, you're a bigger degenerate than we are. But as, I'm literally betting what? on it. Oh, shit. But as an aside, LSU always covers this week. Not that I know that or anything. I think it's a 16-point line. Thank Is that you. correct? Yes, yes. <laughs> tell, yeah. tell, us, tell us more about this horrible decision you're making. Uh, I think it was 14. Is it 14? Really? It's somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere there. And I, I think Arkansas is trash, despite being the home team. All right. Moving on, before <laughs> Gregory betting. calls me a degenerate again, uh, <laughs> the moment we've all been well, waiting for. You know, if if you know if if the if the wager fits, okay. nah, I can't refute it this time. Uh, anyhow, your tide is at home for a two thirty kick, home sweet home against Mu Reminder, reminder for all those who may have forgotten, you can always park at Druid City Brewing for free. Just tell the sweet little Boy Scouts uh, that you're going to drink some beer, and they'll wave you in like the VIP that you are. Have a beer with Bo. Have another beer with Elliot. Make Adam tell you a joke, and then buy him a beer. And then you can make the quick walk to the stadium for kickoff. Your Tide goes into Saturday as a 24-point favorite. Gentlemen, who you hate? Go for it, meathead. Uh, I'm actually... Uh, I don't want to do this, but I'm hating the tide a little bit. I think we're a little banged up. Uh, I think Tua's knee is going to affect his passing more than we think it is. I don't think he's going to have a bad game, per se, but I don't think we're going to see the video game numbers we've seen. Um, like you said earlier, we we have struggled covering against Mississippi State. Um, mm-hmm. I just I, I think I think we win handily, but I don't I don't necessarily know that we cover. So uh, so I'm going to hate the tide here. Fair enough. Um. The trends, like you said, the the, the trends with the Mets. Uh, you're not going to sing still, are you? The I'm trends not. say take the I know say take the under, and when it's a and when it's a low scoring game, the favorite doesn't cover. So I'm sticking with my yearly prediction. I've been on this train all year long. I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to hate the tide. Your final score: Alabama thirty, Moo thirteen. Metsy. 
13 points to the moo? I don't know. All right. Hey, it could happen. Weirder things have happened. Yeah, and, and actually mm-hmm. weirder things typically happen. Uh, we had the Sylvester Croom debacles. Mm-hmm. I think they were right. debacles, right? Plural? Oh, right. And, and, you know, you know, you got Jack, you got Jackie Sherrill cutting off a, a, a bull's balls. Lots of things go on. He did that. Shit happened up in the moon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't think that involved an Alabama game at all. But nonetheless, people forget. <laughs> I don't Jackie really Sherrill. care. That's still weird. People don't forget. still weird. Get off me, okay? Uh, yeah, I think, I think your point about Fitzgerald sort of being one of the weaknesses for the Alabama defense, traditionally at least, is solid. I think he may give us some trouble because surely, I mean, you just build an entire scheme against Quinn and Williams now. I don't think LSU had quite figured that out yet after the Tennessee game should have, but now teams will not make that mistake. So I think they will do whatever they can to, you know, get the ball outside, be quick where they can, uh, and and generally just make it a little difficult. I don't see it, you know, being a very close game, but I think it is, uh, it's probably closer than the experts think, closer than I'm going to be in the mood for uh, come about four o'clock and five Bud Light tall aluminum bottles in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all that said, yeah, I think pretty close game here. If I were putting a number on it, I'm going to go mm, tied 69, Moo U0. Yeah. Again, yeah, okay, that's a solid pick. I can't imagine where you came up with that. All right, that'll do it for another episode of Houndstooth Heroes. Again, you can find us on houndstoothheroes.com and on Twitter at H2Heroes as always. Thank you to Bo and Elliott, everybody at Druid City Brewing Company in Tuscaloosa, Alabama for keeping us in the tastiest of suds when we're in town, and you should do the same. Thanks again to Meathead Justin for joining us and keeping us uh, svelte and in uh, the finest of dieting tips. Uh, I appreciate y'all having back, me. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. man definitely uh, anytime. Okay, have you back. That, that, was, that was a blast. Thanks for staying in. Um, all right. Take us home, brother. But before we go, Meathead Justin, yeah. in like five words, one sentence, give me just one thing that my body will appreciate me for. I'm desperate. Five words, one sentence. Uh, let's see. Way more protein, less running. Those are the Ooh, two that you right. could definitely These do. These colors with. don't run, pal. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Love you yeah, both. Man. Y'all Thank be y'all. good. Roll Tide. All right. Roll, roll Tide. tide. Early as that music was playing, I realized we missed the opportunity <laughs> to plug your Instagram, your weightlifting Instagram. What is it? <laughs> uh, God damn it, we did. I mean, it's just, it's just Justin underscore Hurley 88. Nice. All right, all right.